You've selected Country AF Radio on demand. Can take it with me anywhere. Plays whatever I want. You've heard of TED Talks. Now listen to Toad Talks. I am sitting here with the one and only. I don't know how to call you Miss or Mrs. Hannah Dasher. I'm not married. Not married. So you're the <laughs> Miss Hannah Dasher. I'm Miss. Where the hell did Hannah Dasher come from? Hannah Dasher uh, was born and raised. You better flip that over because if I was you look born at that again, we Hell no. Yes. I don't want this. I want it out of my sight. <laughs> That's the phone, folks. Um, I'm from uh, the Savannah, Georgia area, the coastal coastal part of Georgia, low country, and been in Nashville, Tennessee the last eight years. March will be nine. Holy shit. So what drove you to Nashville? Lord. I don't mean literally. Well, country radio, of course. Country radio? Back back when country music was country AS. Dude, what is it now? Um, it's 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 coming back around full circle. I, I think everything has to evolve and take shape and I mean I, I there's a lot of great stuff that's out there right now too. Um, who am I kidding? <laughs> I love this. I so, love it. dude, I'm, we're going to get to this whole point, but we'll let's just start <laughs> out with it. So, let's just talk about your thoughts on pop country because I believe that's where we're going right oh, now. Oh, bless <laughs> it. So, I love, well, you know, Patsy Cline argued with Owen Bradley because she thought that the stuff he was trying to get her to do with all, you know, with the orchestra and all was pop. She said, I'm not singing that shit, quote right. unquote. I want to be Hank Williams, you know, and, and, you know, but he created the Nashville sound that helped, you know, it helped country music evolve. And so, I think that. I think that it's okay to have some pop stuff like Tequila, sure. Dan and Shay. Great song, hit. It's Amazing. awesome. Absolutely. Amazing. But, you know, uh, lyrics have always been, you know, you know, I'm more drawn towards rock and roll guitar and towards great lyric. And as long as you're saying something and the melody's pretty, I really don't care, you know, what's backing you up. Right. But, okay. but yeah. But, that's, just, but, that's but, but don't talk about just nothing. Don't bring hip hop into it. Well, yeah, just... yeah, it, yeah. I, don't, I mean, well, yeah, they can bring hip hop. If, I meant long, in the sense as long as George Strait and you know and Reba McIntyre are invited to you know entertain at the BET Awards, of course they can bring some hip hop in. Sure, it. I meant in the sense of where where it's lyrically means nothing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Just if you're gonna say something, say it. You know, and I mean, and I love pop. I love Justin Timberlake. I love Bruno. You know, their songs make me feel cool. If a song that make me feel cool, then right. to me the song's not cool. I tell my girlfriend all the time that. Uh, a hit song to me is one where I feel like I can listen to the song and I can get in my car and I start out and then I can go through a drive, like go for a drive and yes. up through the mountains. And at the end of the song, I'm coming out of the mountains and the song's kind of, if it takes you on a ride, that's a hit to me. Yes, that's absolutely. If it makes I, you want to work out. Sure. If, if it takes you on a ride, absolutely. It, my, yes. my thing is driving my car or riding my dirt bike. And if I can get in there and kind of listen to music and it moves me in that sense and takes me away from everyday thoughts. Absolutely. Well, that's and that's our job is, as as songwriters are to, to help you to remember to forget just to take you away for like three minutes right. to, to not be political, not necessarily religious or anything. Just just to take you away from whatever you're doing and just unite you with, with fellow fans. So you moved to Nashville nine years ago. Yes. That you said. Yes. Yeah, sold Mercury Outboard Motors and Bass Boats at Bass Pro Shops. Lived in an attic on Belmont Boulevard. That was your job? That's what I did with my college degree. Bass uh, Pro Shop. Yes. Uh, yes. In Nashville? Yes, in Nashville. Well, uh, the I one had by to the find Opryland the, one, or the one right by the Opry. <laughs> it's the only one. I had to find something. I mean, it was, you know, it was, we were kind of in a recession. And anyway, but I, and I could not find anything in the, in the industry job wise. And so I just wanted to find something that would allow me a couple of days during the week off right. to figure out what the hell co writing was. And, to start to build my songwriting network. And so I figured working retail and working at Bass Pro Shops, hell, I met Jonathan Singleton and Dallas Davidson and people like that. Um, 
while I was there, but I, I just knew that it, uh, it would be a good demographic. And Oh, so you kind of took the job be, knowing I, that it would put you in a... That yeah. was a strategic move. It was a strategic move. I mean, more so, A, I enjoyed the discount, and my boyfriend at the time also enjoyed the discount that I got. But I knew enough about boats and outboard motors to get me in trouble growing up on the water. Um, but it was just a means to survive, uh, but to give me a couple of days off during the week to to write music and to figure out love it. I, who I my team to, would be. Um, Ashley McBride. And, uh, She's and, precious. And her, her job was at Guitar Center. And she was like a manager of Guitar Center. It's kind of funny to hear, I mean... Where everybody comes from. I'm kind of curious to, to, I wish I could go back. When she comes back here again, I'll ask her the same question, if that was a strategic move for her, too, because it's the industry in that sense. Yours was based on the people that you would run into. That's kind of cool, actually. I've been in that store because um, I stayed at Opryland when I, when I went there the first few times. Um, only because my girlfriend knew someone at Opryland, I couldn't afford it. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, we, got said, well, a, we got a stupid discount there to stay there. That's awesome. The flood happened, and I wound up having to move back home. And then I moved back once once the mall reopened, and they hired everyone back. But uh, but yeah, it's a, there's always a handsome clientele that comes through outdoor right. world. And they are country <laughs> AF. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But but anyhow, yeah. So I eventually signed my first publishing deal with BMG. Met Daniel Lee. I worked with Jeff Stevens. I love him to pieces because um, I love what he's done with Luke Bryan, and they just they've had that incredible partnership. Um, but uh, that eventually led to my relationship with Jaron Johnston. And how, how did you meet these guys? These guys. Oh, uh, the Cadillac Boys. So, well, uh, my buddy uh, told me he's a guitar player lives on the east side of town in Nashville. He said, "Hey, there's this rock and roll band playing tonight called the Cadillac Black. You're going to dig the S H I T out of them." You can say shit. Well, okay, thank you. But he, he said I, that I that I'd love them. Check them out. So I did. And three guys got up. Jaron jumped on top of those speakers. They played Metallica, Nirvana, and then their stuff, and I was sold. Right. And I had not, and I didn't get to meet him until uh, I was at a, I was playing a show, and Jaron's wife Evan, who's a badass, brought him to my show. She said, "I'm a fan of this chick because I work with her. I, I, she was my, she became my writer's rep, my represent, you know, she over at ASCAP. No, she ASCAP. was at ASCAP. ASCAP. Correct. Yeah, she's okay. ASCAP. Anyway, but she just had a hunch that he'd dig me, and he did. He actually got up on stage with me and was like, just yeah, it just he, yes. this happened. He was a Hannah fan instantly for some reason, and uh, yeah, we wrote a song together shortly after that, which is the title track to the record that we just recorded, and we got a big old record deal and." We're going to try to do this thing. Is he your manager? No. Jaron no. is not my manager. Um, I'm actually uh, in the market. We've got, it's crazy. We, we You get the deal on the booking agency, and uh, but, but I don't have a manager right now. So uh, we, we've been we've been shopping. It's a it's a dating process, as sure. you know. You're, so. you're writing. Do you have, like, a certain group that you like to write with? Oh, yeah. I love to write with. Um, Neil Mason, drummer of Cadillac, and I write a lot together. We, we write really well together, actually. Stone Age that I have out and 1990s Heartbreak are two that I pinned with him. Right. Um, Jaron and I write well together. Casey Bethard and I have started writing a lot together. I really dig him. Michael Heaney and my buddy Oscar Charles co-produced the record with Jaron and um, Oscar just brings a really, really cool vibe. And uh, these guys are all, they all are not afraid to go outside of the box with right. me. I, I sound like, you know, country af whenever i whenever i talk but there's a lot going on in this big old head of hair well it's funny first time i met you was uh 
month or so ago at Whiskey Jam. Oh, was I was I consuming alcohol? I don't know what you're talking about. I probably was. Your presence is just kind of like uh, it demands a little bit of attention. Like when you walk in, oh, I was upstairs. Sweet. You walked in. I just knew who you were. Chris downstairs, huge fan of yours. He's uh, precious. I think the jokes that we we I'd always say is I wouldn't be surprised if you got a restraining order in the mail because like, <laughs> he would super super like uh, Facebook, Instagram stalk you like crazy. I it was, love it. it. Was hilarious. I hilarious. love it. But uh, we, we we joke with him all the time. I, I can like uh, I've never seen you live. I watched some of your stuff that you just posted from the Viper Room the other night. Oh, that was so. That was a something that I was roped into by my uh, lead guitar player and dear friend Luke Nice. He's awesome. He's gonna be out with us tonight, ladies. He's beautiful and blonde headed. You can't miss him. But anyway, um, he was. Uh, I, I've never been to L.A. or California until this this week. He's like, you got to go. Let's just let's just pop your California cherry, basically. Right. And so yeah, it was just fun to get up there and um, yeah, I, I did some nineties heartbreak. But uh, uh, there isn't a market for country music, really. Or, or, or there, there aren't any venues that play country music out there, and so they're trying to bring some country music right. to town, and they want to have a residency at the Viper Room and, and do, like, you know. So I, I played what you call bait songs, like songs that I wouldn't necessarily cover sure. in Nashville, but just songs that uh, that are that L.A., you know, p- people that don't listen to a lot of country music will still be familiar with, like Friends in Low Places and all sure. that. Sorry, I can't Ringers. even think. Ringers. Ringers. Does that Ringers. make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah, so makes sense. I, 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 I mainly tell that to you so that you don't question my uh, swagger. Not too. <laughs> or my I, game. <laughs> I think I, I I haven't pinned you as anything yet. I'm looking forward to your show tonight, so I can go ahead and pass judgment. Um, it'll be good. I'm not even worried about it because it's like the stuff that I've seen. Um, I follow you online. I get the giggles out of it. It's kind of you are an individual that um, that y- you. Uh, I look at these guys right here, the, the, the Cadillac 3, they played here twice. To me, I look at them, and those guys, um, I was just talking with Austin Jenks, and I was saying so that talented. They, they have, they, these guys have so much confidence in what they're doing, that, and they have every reason, because they write good music, they play good music, they take the industry very seriously, outside looking in. Yes. That's what I see out of it. So um, in some sense, if I look at them when they put their finger on something, it's got to be gold. Like, they're not going to waste their time with some shit. No, they're they're in uh, the UK right now, and they've been selling out over there. I'm yeah, so proud of them. It's a, um, you know, they, they've not, they've not gotten a lot of love from radio. Nope. But I uh, just they're one of those bands that you just know that they're going to be in a few years that they're going to be way bigger than they already are. Well, it's funny they played here twice, and both times they pretty much sold the place out. God, well, they're incredible. Uh, they have it, just a huge. They have a huge following. It's, and it, I look at it in a sense of uh, maybe a different genre of music, uh, in a sense. But they're like the Cody Johnsons and the Casey Donahues of the world who haven't struck it gold on radio, but still they do really well touring. Dude, huge. <laughs> I've seen some huge. ticket stubs so, for general admission. I can tell you that right now, um, Cody Johnson played here this just this past year. He has a great following. Great. So they came to us and asked for this amount of money. And I said, ain't no fucking way. You <laughs> he raised his hand to the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> they play up the street for free. Like tonight, they're playing a free show at, at South Point. I'm like, I, I'm not, dude, love your music, love what you're doing, but I can't take that risk. I just can't. I'm not going to guarantee you that. So I met him about down here, half's here. I met him about down here. And then I gave him a door deal. I paid him more than he asked. Because he 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 sold highest pre-sales to date in here. We never pre-sell t- uh, tickets ever. It just doesn't happen here. He pre-sold 900 and something tickets, wow. and our capacity is 1,100. Wow. Unreal. Just like unreal. So I just sit, sit back, and I, um, I have faith in the industry that good music will travel far, whether it's supported yes. by radio the or The cream not. will rise to the top. I was having a shitty day at Bass Pro Shops when I worked there, and this little lady wandered in 
with big red hair, Brenda Lee. It was her. She was looking for a John boat, she and her husband. And she said, Sugar, you talk like I do. I was like, well, I'm actually from an hour up the road from where you're from. And anyway, she goes, you're not here to sell boats, really, are you? I said, no, ma'am, I'm here to be a singer. She said, well, I don't know you, but I do know this. She said, the cream always rises to the top. Anyway, she said, you're going to rise, girl. And she put a little hand on me, and that was kind of the end of that conversation. But I just thought it was fabulous. Right. But anyway, but yeah, I, I do. I just I think, uh, what does Don Henley say in that in the beginning of the Eagles documentary? Shit don't float. No, it doesn't. Doesn't last long. No. But you know what? You know, uh, I I think there's room for everybody that's talented. There's room for all of us. Well, there. I mean, there so. ha- there has to be. Um, there's a gentleman that was in here Wednesday. His name is Paul Bogart. He's a super tra- traditional country from Oklahoma, and um, he probably put it perfect. He's like, it's not that pop country's bad. It it has its place. He goes, they just should start a radio station that plays nothing but that. Yeah, yeah so you're, many you're right. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I mean, there's nothing, I've nothing against pop music. It just doesn't turn me on. Like rock and roll, rock and roll guitar is sexy to me. It makes me feel cool. That's what I want to work out to. Right. Eric Church's lyrics <laughs> make me feel cool. Like my top five are Hank Williams Jr., Tom Petty, Aretha Franklin, Eric Church and Alan Jackson, like so. If you want to put that in, a, they they call that Dolly on cocaine. Is what the melting pot winds up. I think we came up with a new name for you. The birth child. What what was this? It's uh, Molly Parton. Molly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> we like Lord. it. No. Motley Parton. Molly. Just so what Molly. Like uh, everyone that I've talked to has kind of put you like the a Dolly Parton, Janis Joplin, put the two together, and I'm like, well, that's a cool. modern day drug would be Molly. So Molly. You are. No, Molly Parton, Dolly Parton, whatever. I think Dolly's fabulous. I've Dude, never. Absolutely. I've never actually tried to sound like her, but the crazy thing is, my buddy brought it to my attention in uh, college. I was singing some, I played some bluegrass gigs just to make a little money on the side and rolling some of those those notes on the high end and uh, I listened back to you know a recording of, and I was like damn he's right there are some there's some dolly sound in there so I, I get it it's when people say that thing. oh no I think she's absolutely precious Lord I've been stuffing my bra since I was seven years old <laughs> you know I just I think you know she's I think she's fabulous she, and she's still doing it that's what's stuffing crazy. her bra no fuck no I'm kidding <laughs> But I mean, you still see her. She's relevant today. Which oh, is, absolutely! Which is awesome. I think. Yeah, yeah. She's just. I think just finished this. Uh, she and Amy Lou were interviewing for this documentary that they've been doing on Linda Ronstadt. It's going to come out soon. And uh, anyway, so I think they were helping out with that. You do covers in your set. I do. What is your favorite cover to do? Um, da, 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 I got. Well, I won't tell them what's coming. But they're not going to hear this tonight. Oh, they won't. Okay, no. that's fine. That's fine. So, um. I uh, I read nothing will build a fire under your ass uh, more than reading an article that says you have the chops of Dwayne Allman. The country music and I do not right the country music uh, or the country Rolling Stone put an article out recently a really great article um, just about me and my sound or whatnot and uh, they credited me for the slide on the record and that's Rob McNally actually who plays for Seeger he's he's incredible okay. Bob Seeker's very casual, you know. It's not a big deal, but Rob, no yeah, but Rob is so talented. Anyhow, and I do play slide on the, the Stone Age in my, uh, you know, is there li- a slide in your band tonight? in my live shows. Oh yeah, okay. that's me. I'll, I'll be sliding. Didn't see it, but um, but I just figured, you know, we need to amp this up a little bit. And uh, it's, you know, she mentioned Dwayne Allman, and I said, yep. Let me. Uh, I said, why don't we add some some Allman Brothers? So we're going to segue into some Allman Brothers, and uh, I'm going to try to show off a little tiny bit on the slide and 
It, I, I really just do it to entertain. You know what I mean? I right. just, you know, I think there's. It's cool to see a chick get up there with a guitar, but in my opinion, honey, if you're going to hold an electric guitar, do something with it. Don't sure. just drum chords. Do something with it. Okay, so, so um, my favorite female guitarist? Who's that? Lindsay Claire, L. Lindsay L. Oh, yeah, she's fabulous. Oh, my God. Like, she's fabulous. I watch her play. I mean, I watched her at uh, an Aiba thing last year in Nashville, one of those sh- showcase things. Then yes. she came and played here. Um, I just, I, For me, the female version of Keith, An- uh, Keith Anderson, Keith Urban. Oh, definitely. Like, that's that's a good poo. call. That's a good call. Jaron uh, Johnson, who's he's one of my guitar heroes. I, um, he gave me an electric. He gave me it's a 1969 Telecaster. It's got a P90 rock and roll pickup in it because I'm kind of country rock. A little bit. But he gave it to me as a signing gift when uh, I signed my my publishing deal with Sony ATV. He signed. He Jaron created a publishing company around me called Two Black Dogs. Uh, and then signed some other writers. But anyway, he gave it to that guitar to me. He's like, here, now learn it. And that's what it, that's what I needed to kind of push me over. I mean, I had one that sat in the corner that I never, ever picked up. I didn't have the confidence to do it. Why not? I just didn't have the balls. to. I had the balls to do it, but I just, I didn't. Are you talking about like electric, electric versus, guitar. Uh, um, versus acoustic? Or you just Correct. Couldn't? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've always played acoustic. But yeah. as far as picking up an electric guitar... You know, I mean, I you know, I never thought that. Oh, I can't take solos. Da, 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 da. And I thought, you know, I finally just thought, you know what? Jaron Johnson gave me a rock and roll guitar. He's producing my record for me for a little to nothing. So you better go learn how. to I play I better it. fucking learn how to play this thing. And you know what? If I want to be an entertainer, then I better entertain a crowd. If I'm going to hold this thing in my hand. So for me, it was more of a. It was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't an ego thing. It's do it to empower the audience. Right. And because of that, like my Casey Tindles and. You know, Casey, she's a hand. I've started practicing guitar more because of you. You know, Claire Dunn is so talented. I started, I saw Claire play like a year or two ago, and I thought, yep, she can do it. I can do it. We just, we just booked her. So, and yeah. Tindall's she's talented. Played here. I Tindall's love played her. played here before. She's awesome. Um, yeah. Um, Claire's never played here, but I think she comes, I want to say, February or March. So I'm looking forward to seeing her, too. Yes. Claire's, uh, yeah, Claire's really talented. Casey's great. Um, you know, I just... I don't really think of music in terms of male or female. If either you're good or you're not, sure. that's kind of so. That's my uh, that's my take on it. But yes, yes, I've been playing for electric for just a couple of years, and anyway, I just try to fool the crowds. Really, all I, I do. I'm not much of a player. You're an entertainer. I'm, just, I'm an entertainer. You're a total entertainer. You've got um, you. you you have an album coming out. I do. I do. Uh, we don't know when. Um, Is it all written? Uh, well, Jaron would say yes. But I want to go in and I want to go in and track just a few more songs. Okay. Well, we've we've uh, we've already mastered ten, but um, I just know that uh, I would like to I'd like to have. There's more you want to a add pile to of fifteen or twenty, right. and then pick the best from there. You know, and and the label also obviously wants some ownership to you know to say that they help. Sure. Like, you know, as far as singles, do you like to just let them out of the bag as they come, as you feel, or do you have like some sort of a... Um... Well, I think everything has to have a strategy. Right. So, uh, but no, I mean, as far as like the four songs that I have out right now, those are not all singles. Um, the Stoned Age is hitsy, but we know that Terrestrial Radio is not going to play, right. you know, anything that that's geared towards cannabis. But um, 1990's Heartbreak will be one of those singles, though. It okay. is. So, and it's not gotten a lot of Spotify play because it mentions XM Radio. 
said there's an alternate version. Sure. That just takes is that what's up on Spotify right, right now? I have the original version on Spotify, but I have a I had to do a I didn't have to do a lyric change, but I just uh God I'm telling all my secrets to you, Toad. But yeah, no, but yeah, but no, I um if you want the doll to swallow the pill, you gotta wrap it in a little bit of cheese sometimes. <laughs> or peanut butter. But he still or peanut butter, but he still gets the medicine. Right. You know what I mean? That's I know good. I know who I am and what I want and I I'm not going to be so hard-headed that I shoot myself in the foot. I'm going to play the game well, I think because I'm here to win. Sense. Yeah, some sense you have to. Is your ultimate goal is to be radio, to be signed to a major, to be... Just... I am signed to a major. And I, I, just got a, I just got a big deal. With, record deal. With your albums. With, I mean, with, with, oh, as, as far as my end goal, as far as my end goal, uh, I'd like to be a representative of the genre. Right. You know how Dolly took country to Hollywood? Absolutely. You know, I want to host the CMA and the ACMs. I want, <laughs> I want to be playing games with Fallon. I, um, I have a comedy infused cooking series, I guess, that I've patented called Stand By Your Pan. How does that happen with, it's with like, Kelby doing like, the same thing, right? Oh, boy, I love you to pieces. Well, uh, he's precious. Well, I, <laughs> No, I, I wrote that patent check about seven years ago to my to my lawyer. I say, hey, let's put this on hold. Stand by your pan. Say that slogan. Right. Anyway, but uh, what is it named again? Stand by your pan. Stand by your pan. But I want a country music or music slash comedy infused cooking show, a late night cooking show. Okay, and that's what it is. You're gonna cook with CBD? Uh, sure. Sure, I'm a fan. Just with saying. CB? CBD. THC, weed, C- oh. the marijuana. Oh, CBD, excuse me. I was thinking CDB, Charlie oh. Daniels. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're going to cook with Charlie Daniels? Uh, the boys are out with them next year. Are they? It's going to be fun. Let's go back to your cooking show. Okay. Yes. Um, it's uh, it's something that I've you know, kind of put on hold. I want to be known as Hannah Dasher, the singer first, not sure. the cook, if that makes sense. But it's uh, it makes great. You know, it, it's great for content and just to kind of give give my audience a uh, give people an idea of my personality. That there's there's more to this country chick than than lyrics. Do you think after your show, people really get a better understanding of who you are? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I, I've the first time I met you was obviously in a music world, but not playing. And so I just I got to watch you a little bit and just see you as a person, and now I get to know you a little bit better as a person. Was I was I sober or intoxicated? Uh, you, you were intoxicated, but that, oh, that's neither here nor there. Bless your heart. That's right. Bless your little old heart. No, no, no. So that 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 does that's not a negative phrase, by the way. Bless your heart or bless it. That's just saying, oh, bless you. Know, like, right. No. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I'm. I don't really sugarcoat things. You know, I'll just come out and say it. I'm 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 a fan of that because I I, I want to say I'm pretty similar to that. If I have a question, I ask. If I have a statement, I'm not shy to say it. I love it. But back to your live show question, as far as people getting an idea of me, my we pray before the show. I always do because you know I love the Lord. I love rock and roll. I love the Lord. I love men. I love alcohol. I love it all. I'm just an, I'm just a regular girl. Right. But my goal and is to I want people to to leave in a better place than they came in. Yeah. You actually you know. touch them in some sense with with something. Well, I, that 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 is the uh, that's the prayer, the hope that people will be, you know, just touched in a positive way by the music and empowered in some way, and just leave with a smile on their face. The guys that you're playing with tonight, you played with them all before. So yes, you're a regular well, band. Well, so no, so Megan, my drummer with the Afro, everybody loves Megan. She's in Prague on vacation right now with her with her wife. She's fabulous. Jerk. Hello, Megan and Cassie. I know they're probably at some awesome restaurant right now. But um, so Mitch White, you've probably seen him out with John Party. Uh, handsome, tall, drink of water. He is playing. I've known Mitch for a while. This is our first show. What's he play? Mitch is on drums. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mitch is subbing for Megan. Megan's on vacation. He normally plays with 
We so has he been here before? Because party Mitch has played. Oh yeah, I'm sure Mitch has been here several times at Stoney's. I mean. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mitch is Mitch has played some big old stages, um, but you know, it's kind of their slow season. Anyhow, but uh, but yeah, Mitch is filling in for Megan tonight, and I've got Jimmy Likens on bass. He's my regular bass man and my right hand man. Luke Nias on guitar. Luke's been here with Aaron Lewis a lot, but right. um, but Luke is uh, I guess he's committed to me. That's good. So it, me, me and Clay Walker, he plays for the two of us. Oh, that's not bad. So that's not a bad little deal right there, huh? No, 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 no. We have a blast together too. We we laugh, and I call my band Honey Hush, but. It's like Jerry Reed. Song. Does he um, record with you? Do do any of these guys record with you? Luke, uh, they haven't. Luke uh, tracked some guitars on a new song um, that will be on my project. It's called "Better When You Bad." Better when you're bad. Mm-hmm. Number one uh, influence in your life as as c- country music from beginning to where you are today. Who's the one the one artist that's been the biggest influence on you? Eric Church. And that's uh, just because he's a badass. Well. I was driving along in college, and I'm going to date myself here, but my uh, the Whatever. guy that worked at our townhome apartment complex, he was like, hey, I know you like to sing and play out and write music on the side. He's like, you got to check out this new dude. Check out this record. His name's Air Church. He's from North Carolina. And I was, I, I interned or worked at Wild Bill's Atlanta at the time, and he was coming through, and so I bought the record. And as soon as I listened, I mean, it was like, I was just like, damn, that is songwriting. Like, he talks like I do. He says it like I would say it. Yeah. It just really connected with me, you know, and I felt like a badass when I sang it back to the radio or when I started playing a song a song or two of his at the bars. And I never covered really covered female songs at the bar unless it was like the Judds or uh you know, that's basically it. I, I did I did men's songs and I did a few Hannah songs. But yeah, Eric Church just really spoke to me and uh met him and he was uh, you know, gentleman, super sweet. And I, I made him sign an autograph that said, uh, this is back before he wore the sunglasses, but thank God there's girls like you for guys like me. Sorry, Catherine, I know y'all are married now. But yeah, he just, uh, and the whole sound, the thing that he and Jay Joyce do together, uh, you know, it, it's that it's that country language and it's country music, but it's, uh, the production is just so interesting and it's so edgy. And I'm country as a chicken foot. And I love a steel guitar more than anything in the world, but, uh, I just want, you know, I, I like to think ahead of the curb, and I just wanted the sound to be edgy and fresh, and it's really hard to put Hannah Dasher into one little genre, one little... Into a box. One little box, exactly. So, literally, figuratively. So, um, Jaron Johnson was just the perfect marriage. Yeah. And the perfect, and he had the perfect vision, too, you know, and it just works. It's interesting, because, I, I mean, I can't say enough great things about those guys i mean they they just they anytime i see anything by them whether it be kelby's cooking show or <laughs> i watch them play live or i watch some of their stuff online it just they, they give 100 percent all the time they it's do never they're half-assed. precious they're good they're great guys folks if listen if you have not seen the cadillac 3 live if i hadn't run all of you all from run, running running my mouth too long go see the cadillac 3 they'll be uh Oh, I, I'll be doing some dates with them next year, beginning Dude, of the year. So, how badass would it be to bring to bring you back with them? Oh hell yeah, I'd love that. We I'll love have that. I'll have my amp that time. Yeah, and <laughs> we'll have the we'll have the fro on the drums. Yes, Megan, y'all, she's great. She's the female John Bonham, yeah. and she blushes when I say that, but she hits the 
hell that's my out favorite. of the drums. That's I mean, my she's favorite. just we, and, and we uh, we're a four piece, but we try to sound like a five or six piece. Well, look at these guys; they're a three piece. It sounds like a twenty piece. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes, the little band that could. Yes, I like that. I like that a lot. Well, I'm looking forward to your show tonight. Um, I'm stoked too. First time Thank Stoney's you. rocking. Is your first time in Vegas? No, this is my second time in Vegas. Um, we did PBR finals when they were herding the people in and out of the arena. We played that big stage outside there. Just a month ago? Just a month ago. Okay. Yes, it was cold AF, right. but country AF. We had a ball. You had fun. Oh, my Lord. I have a ball wherever I go. You played outside? We did. We played on the outside stage. Of T-Mobile? Yes, at T-Mobile That's Arena. weird, right? Yeah, it was fun. It was a great stage. The sound was kick-ass. Yeah, we had a great time. Of, I'm trying to think of where that's at, but it is pretty neat, and the ticketing is right to your left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know where that's at. That's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, well, they, it's, you know, they entertain, we entertain people as they're, you know, waiting yeah. waiting to go inside. And go anyway, that was fun. So, yeah, this is my first first time at Stoney's. I've heard great things about Stoney's. I'm so thankful to play here tonight. We're, I'm so excited to be here. We're grateful to have you. How about that? And um, have you been back by the green rooms yet? I have not. So back by the green room, we have one rule at Stoney's Rock and Country. Only one. Just one. When you get back, you'll be able to read it. But the gist of it is, is um, don't be a dick. <laughs> That's it. It's right in front of the green room door, and right next to it is a hole in the wall that, that uh, 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 a band member punched. And we, the band member paid to fix it, but we never fixed it. Um, <laughs> we put the sign right next to it because it's perfect. Don't be that guy. That's it. So that guy punched a hole in the wall because he was being a dick. So don't be one he of was, those. He was, well, he had a personal issue. That's all. Just bless it, issue. bless it, bless it. Well, I, uh, I'm a very transparent person, but I, my, my friends and my, my mother would kick my ass if I was out of line with somebody like that. That's not, not cool. cool. No. I, I'm going to put you on the spot. Have you downloaded Country AF yet on your phone? No, I didn't know that I could do that. It's an app. Is it? It is an app, and all you have to do, you have an iPhone or? Yes, I have a. You just go to the app store. It's free. And you're on it. And we play your music. And this interview is going to be on That means so much to me. And then after this interview, I'm going to post it on uh, a place called toadstunes.com that I have not told anybody. I've never even spoke about it. This is the first time I'm speaking about it. Toadstunes.com. Yep, that's it. And basically what it is is all the interviews I've ever done, I put up there to give you guys a direct link to be able to download. So, that is incredible. So now my expectation is that maybe once or twice a week you log into Country AF and you listen. Simple radio live country. I absolutely would. Yeah. My so, expectation is that I'll hear from you before uh, in between the next show here. Absolutely. You hear from me a lot. I mean, Good. This, this will be posted early next week. And I think that I just built a new app for it. It just got launched like two days ago. Yeah. This looks is great. That it? We got some Son of the Sun by Dirk Bentley. Yeah. Let me see. That's my bad boy right there. Yeah. yeah so I absolutely will tune the in. The little red thing in the top left corner, if you click that, you'll see the podcast one. Yes. If you click that, you, you'll you see a whole bunch of them down there. And, uh, Tony Jackson, Mark K, David and Burns, yeah. Dude, I, I sat down. Jake Rose, we, are we right coming up? Love that dude. Yeah. And and uh, uh, Dylan Schneider is a uh, pub pub mate. He is. A, Jaren I love that dude. Yeah. He's, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a talented guy. Chris yeah. Badass Monday Music, I don't know. Cadillac 3. Yeah, those guys are fun, man. I had a lot of fun with them. Love it. Jimmy Allen, another good buddy. Bless yeah. him. He's precious. Yeah, he's a good yes. dude. Oh, Leah Turner, she's another sweet friend of mine. She and I are doing a Christmas show in a couple days next week. That's good. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to tune into this thing. Yeah, you can listen to a lot of that stuff, and it's just kind of interesting because, like, right now I can't link, like, to your fans. I can't link you right to yours. I can't do that within my app. So I built toadstunes.com, and literally on toadstunes.com, it's kind of the same s setup where it's going to have a, a picture of you, the interview, 
a little bit about you and then uh, a whole bunch of links on how they can start to follow you and get to know you a little bit better. That's, Thank you. That's, that's, that, that's the whole goal about it. But, I mean, I've interview, interviewed bands here for three years and I've never collectively put them anywhere and that's what I'm starting to build out and that's the goal is to uh, expose you as an artist through my ears. I well, I need to expose you. <laughs> you need to. Well, yeah, well, I, well, I did, uh, well, I, I made one post earlier. That's good. You can keep doing yeah. it. Yeah, oh, absolutely I will. All day I just long. I appreciate you having me, and I apologize to these listeners. I, I'm usually a lot more interesting. I just, uh, I am uh, coming off of a, a little tiny bit of a hangover. We had some, uh, well, I, had, I was craving a vodka. Mar- well, I haven't, I haven't had vodka martinis since my 1990s heartbreak. He drank those all the time. His name will not be mentioned, but I haven't drank one in like four years. And Luke was like, let's get a martini. I'm like, okay, let's go. In L.A. or here? Here. Okay. Here, here. You had it today or last night? Oh, you guys came in last, last night? night. Yeah, I had a few. I had a few. Quite a few. Nothing wrong with that. But when they hit you, they hit you. But yeah, I don't. I don't remember even going to bed. But I woke up with all my jewelry on, <laughs> and you know, hair kind of everywhere. It was when nice. Do you, when do you leave Vegas tomorrow? Or you stay for a couple? Yeah. So uh, we, Luke and I flew into uh, the band flew up and uh, met us here today. But Luke and I had flew out to Vegas to the Viper Room to do that gig. Out to LA. Or to, out to LA, excuse me. Yes, and to stay with his friend Teddy, who's fabulous, uh, there in Santa Monica, and to kind of just. Uh, Luke has a Bronco, a truck out there. So we just drove uh, to Vegas so that I could take in the countryside and see the view. And we see made a road trip out of it. Well, yeah, we're going to go to Joshua Tree uh, tomorrow. Beautiful. On your way back. So then you get back. To if, you don't, if you don't uh, get me too tipsy tonight, I'm going to try to behave. But well, No, I don't want you to behave. I just want to play a good show and then have the f- most fun you've ever had. Absolutely. You know, I will. That, you know, I will. That's the goal. So you go back to L.A., then you go back to Nashville from there? Yep, fly, yep, we're going to fly back out of L.A. So, uh, yeah, I really wanted to go see Joshua Tree while I was out here. What, do you, what, is, what does Hannah Dasher do for the holidays? For the holidays, so my parents are divorced, and uh, but that's actually what kind of sparked my songwriting. So, you know, God knows what he's doing. But uh, I will, We well, our tradition is, the new tradition, I love my stepdad. He's a badass. But he and my mother and I and my sister... Uh, we'll go to Christmas Eve service downtown Savannah at a beautiful, it's the oldest Methodist church, uh, I want to say in Georgia. At least might be in the, no, John Wesley built that one. So it's like the oldest Methodist church okay. in the U.S. But yeah, but we go and we go to the Christmas Eve service there. And then we have cocktails and brunch afterwards at a fun little place downtown. And then we have more cocktails when we get back to the house. And uh, then we go over to my dad's side of the family and... Do some Christmassy, some G-rated Christmas Eve stuff there, because my aunt, uh, they're missionaries, so they don't like to drink. Then we go back to mother's house and have more cocktails and like that before we go to bed. I think I'd be friends with your aunt. I don't drink at all, so <laughs> I'd probably hang out. There's with nothing. Them. I have nothing against people that don't drink. I mean, hell, I think it's wonderful. If I had a problem with it, um, I would try to abstain. Also, my problem comes three days later. Because I'm still stuck in bed with a hangover. Oh. I just don't do well. I'm like, I'm not. With a hangover, and who else? <laughs> Her name is Heather. <laughs> Hello, Heather. Oh, Heather, I have a, speaking of, I have a, uh, anyone's listening, uh, 
have an alter ego named Marguerite Jenkins, who sometimes calls me a Heather. I want to talk to you about that. Like, where, where did this? Okay, so I was just told I knew nothing about this until today. So is this is this kind of a thing like the? It's an alter ego. It was kind of an accident. Marguerite is my mother's mother reincarnated. And folks, just to set the stage, my nana is the White Medea. If you've ever seen Tyler Perry's Diary of a Mad Black Woman, right. yeah, she's pistol packing. She doesn't smoke, but she carries a pistol wherever she goes. She refuses to go to church. She tells people, she tells it like it is. She tells funny stories. Um, like the, the Waylon Jennings looking like he had an Idaho potato in his crotch. Like that is, that's my Nana. Those are stories from, so I am basically just uh, adding on to stories that I've grown up with and, and creating my own. Is this an Instagram thing? Yes. Does she, she have her own page? Yes, yes, she has her own page. Where is it? It's M. Jenkins, because nobody, who can spell margarita? I can't, right. that was a terrible marketing idea. But it's M. Jenkins. 1941 at, uh, or, or, uh, that, at that, that, yeah, at, yeah, Instagram. So, yeah, so y'all know where it is. But M. Jenkins1941, check her out. She's crazy as a sprayed roach. But she she'll sing? make you laugh. Oh, absolutely. You need to scroll down. I think she's done some, uh, <laughs> she loves to sing. So, Mike, I guess, I guess where I'm going with this is you look at a person like Granger who has that, or Earl Dibbins, is, is this kind of the, yeah, the female version of absolutely. this? Absolutely, absolutely. It absolutely is. So, um, I've just been meeting with a, uh, I guess like the marketing group for uh, the label and all they're called Amplify. And uh, so they've been really on me about doing some content. And so we're going to, in the downtime down season, we're going to have some fun content building day. So you'll, you'll be seeing and uh, hearing from Marguerite a lot more on the reg. I love it. And for me on I the reg. I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, these, um, Tony Jackson, you know him? You heard of him? I haven't, but I saw his picture on Country AF radio app. Beautiful. So he's 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 uh, an up and coming traditional country singer. Nice. I mean, he he uh, super traditional. Um, he put out the Grand Tour. Ugh. And did it through Step con- right up. Yes, through Country Rebel, and it's the highest watched video. It's like thirty, forty million views. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyway. I was talking to him. The Grand Tour. Yes. Really? His 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 version Can of Can you it. please text text it to me? Absolutely, I will. Good, Absolutely. Grand Tour. Should I text you a reminder that says Grand Tour? I, I will just send it to you as soon as we get done. But the neat thing, he was just here last week. He's played here quite a few times. But I was talking to him, and I said, I noticed something. I said, you're being a lot more social these days. Like, you're actually jumping into uh, being socially active, and he's learning that, that where you are today in life as a musician, these people want to know about your life, and they want to know what you're doing, and they want to know where you're at and what's going on and... and um, which is hard to, it's hard to, for, I guess, for us as artists to kind of think, are they really interested in me and what I'm doing right now? But dude, I mean, we live fun lives. Well, look at what, like you, you look at someone, you look at Eric Church. I'm sure you follow him on Instagram and I'm sure you're, you're, you're probably an avid follower in a sense, just to find out what's going on and maybe for a help with the direction in what you're doing Yes. or whatever other artists that, that fall under that. I mean, you follow these guys and you know where they're at, what they're doing. I mean. You're right. You're people, right. People want to know, and I think that that's the neat thing. I was, t- I was just talking to Tony about it. I'm like, I've never seen you so active online. And he's like, dude, it's the weirdest thing in the world that, you know, I've, in a sense, he goes, I've, I'm, I'm following Jimmy Allen. And I, he goes, every time I, I open my phone, Jimmy Allen's face is at the very top in a brand new story. He goes, and I said, dude, people care. And people, they're, they're your fans for a reason. They don't They want- are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like Instagram, social media, and with like Cadillac, but it's done so much for... You know, like for 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 
gaining more fans and for you sure. know, like you said just keeping the focus and for giving people a people who've not seen me live yet an idea of who i am and what i am right you know and so uh yeah i was able i had a couple people that i'd never met that were hannah fans that i met in la and it you know it touched How else? it touched well yeah but i mean but it's but they follow me on instagram that's what i'm saying go back 15 years so i used to interview bands 15 20 years ago and i'd ask them dude what do you guys think of the mp3 is it going to change the music world way before anything i built an internet radio station 20 years ago online before um Impressive. Internet. Yes, I, I, I'm always been way ahead of my time. Way, way ahead of my time. So the first station yeah, I, I like built, <laughs> there, there was no people didn't have the cell phones where they could stream. You could only listen to it at your computer. That was the only way you could l- listen to my radio station online. But now I, I look at it. I used to ask that question, and now the question has turned from that in, into: Do you just release singles and keep them going and going and going, or do you do something? on CD or to do something on vinyl to get people to have something tangible about you? Are you that artist that wants to have the album with all the lyrics written inside and a personal like signature photos of your experience of making the album? I mean, that's what content used to be. It's, it's what it used to be, but today it's your website. Today it's your Instagram. I mean, and and everything changes where I still collect vinyl. Um, If I go to a a new city, the first thing I want to do is find a record store to go see what their collection is of stuff. And I have my first album I ever bought, Tears for Fears. So first, sorry, first (laughs) CD I ever bought was Tears for Fears and songs from the big, from from the big share is Alanis Morissette. Yes, Jagged Little Pills. So it's, it's kind of funny when you, when you look back, my mom had me listening to Freddie Fender and uh, Frank Sinatra. Uh, I got to see the Rat Pack live. Um, Really? Absolutely. I mean, I come from, my mom took me to Fleetwood Mac when I was 17, 18 years old. And she's like, listen, you know, someone couldn't go with her. She's like, I want to take you. I'm going with a bunch of my clients. You know, I, I just, I don't want to go alone or something along those lines happened. And I looked at her and mom, I'm probably going to know more about these songs than you are. And she's like, whatever. We get in there. I knew everything. And she's like, how the hell? I'm like, mom, I love music. I just love music. To be able to say that I did see the Rat Pack in their, in their, in their prime. And I saw Fleetwood Mac when everyone was still together and they still were probably all sleeping together. It just kind of <laughs> like was, was a neat thing. And. I look today, so I'll ask you that question. Are, are, is your goal as a musician, do you like vinyl? Do you like the idea of Oh, I love or- vinyl. Honey, I mean, yeah, I'm dressed like 1979. I mean, I'm very, I'm very retro right. throwback. So I would like to, and planning to, we're going to release, uh, like, a, or put out, like, an A and a B side on, like, 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 like they used to be. So right. put, putting two songs out. And I, and I would like to do a vinyl version. So when you release so that you your have whole an album, A and a B side. Dude, when you have your whole album, are you going to do vinyl? Um, I would, yes, yes. Even yes, if yes. it's a short run, even even if it's a short run, because I mean it's a collector's thing, and I, you know, Cadillac puts their Toad's records out on one. vinyl, and Toad's getting one. Toad's getting, of course you are, honey. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll get it with a little personalized I note like on it. the back. Of course, I'd be so uh, so happy to do that. But uh, but yeah, of course, yeah. I also want to buy Jet Black '77 Trans Am, and dude, <laughs> too. But it'll, just, it'll have to come. My mom had a white one with T-tops with the Firebird on the hood. Yes. No, no joke. Yes, uh, I want a Smokey edition, Smokey the Man edition. So we're actually putting together a program for here, and we're probably going to run it uh, er, uh, late January, early February, and we're doing a Smokey and the Bandit party. And it's going to be themed around. Call uh, me. Yeah. You're going to come out? Yes, I have this shirt in red. I, I will dress like Burt Reynolds. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. So or I'll have something else. To- everyone's kind of like dressing up in some sort what of What are you going to be? Don't know yet. Don't know yet. I can't. I mean, they were joking, told me that I had to dress up as one of the girls. I'm like, 
I'll do whatever. You could be care. a bride. That'd be I, hilarious. I could be whatever, man. I don't even you care. Could, yes, you could. But they're all like um, super getting into it. And we're, we're to the point where um, we had a, a marketing meeting the other night. And we were talking about all the things we want to get. And we're going to Coors because we're going to have a, a whole yeah. bunch of just uh, old banquet style Coors yeah. in here. Um, I want to go find the Hot Wheels of the Trans Am uh, uh, and all that kind of stuff and have Coors buy it all. Like that's going to be their in- investment. And I hope it works because we're going to have um, like the prize for the best everything. And we're actually... G that you met downstairs. Yes, he just posted something on Facebook this morning asking if anyone had a Basset Hound that we could rent for a couple hours. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Oh my gosh, you got to call me. So, if I'm blessed enough to have a number one party one day, yeah, um, it's going to be a Smoking the Bandit themed awesome. party. And my little Enos Burdett, if those of you who are familiar with the movie, remember Big Enos and Little Enos Burdett. Paul Williams is the uh, president of of ASCAP Nashville, so he is aware. And he still has his outfit. That when it and, happens. and he and he agreed that Not he would if, he would he would bring when, thank you. But he agreed that he would dress up as little Enos Burdett in his original outfit from the movie. I love it. So Bert is no longer with us, Lord rest his soul. But Bert is uh, one of my heroes. I just I love Bert Reynolds. Yeah, he's an interesting bam, bam. character, right? Bert Reynolds in a jet black transame. Dude, how about that mustache? Oh, how mean. about it? Oh, I, I love it. He really looks just like my daddy did back then. So daddy's lot was ta- is a lot taller, but yeah, I just maybe that's why I like Bert Reynolds so much because it just reminds me of my dad. That's cool. That's cool. So, yeah. Tell people where they can find you online. You can find me. Uh, uh, on Instagram at Hannah Dasher, that's H-A-N-N-A-H-D-A-S-H-E-R. You can find me on the Snapchat at H-A-N-N-N-A-H Dasher. I was intoxicated when I created my account. There's no going back, so I have three N's in my name there. But it's Hannah Dasher, H-A-N-N-A-H-D-A-S-H-E-R, like the reindeer. And you can go to HannahDasherMusic.com. You can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Hannah Dasher Music. Yeah, check it out. It will not be boring. I'm looking forward to it. And tell people where to find your alter ego, too. Oh, Marguerite Jenkins. You can find her on Instagram also uh, at mjenkins1941. She's a handful. Country AF Radio's On Demand.